Hello, here I am in my truly nasty polyester blanket thing. As promised, I'm wearing this right through until the winter is completely over. But this week, I've got a bit of a serious one. I saw a lady this weekend whose car was trashed by activists who didn't like her perspective on some issue or other. And I was also accused of being racist by some imbecilic so-called professor in the US for posting a supportive response to Bill Ackman in his intention to bring a case against um, Business Insider when they rather transparently tried to attack him by going after his poor wife. What taking on a media rag has to do with race, I have no idea. Although, of course, I do know Bill is tarnished. He's both Jewish and has questions about the implementation of DEI, which in the eyes of the academic elite seem to be the two biggest sins right now. It left me feeling rather hacked off. Our world today is in the grip of extremism and I don't deal well with extreme ideologies. I have a pretty centrist view of most things and likely don't agree with a lot of views of those who take a more definitive stance, whether left or right, because I believe the best way to solve pretty much any societal issue is to debate, to find our similarities first and then tie down our differences, and to use our rather brilliant human brains to process all that information to find fair, effective and well-reasoned solutions. I know it's a novel concept, all this transparent communication nonsense, but that's political. Today, I want to talk about cancel culture, which is, in my opinion, not political at all. It's very much more personal. Cancel culture is when an individual is attacked by those who hold different ideological beliefs, usually by a mob baying for blood. It can happen if someone makes a mistake, says the wrong thing, or just doesn't agree with a group perspective, especially if they're demographically a part of that group and don't think as the others have decided they should. They'll be publicly vilified. If an individual decides they're in the wrong and apologises, there's no forgiveness, no acceptance of learning and doing better, no allowance for growth and change. Your life is just over. You are cancelled. And it happens on both sides, though the left do seem currently more effective at it. And I really hope the right don't catch up because there'll be no one left to take any jobs. I'm a single mum. I'm someone with no power. None. I have nothing. I've likely made more mistakes than most. I'm broke. To cancel me, probably not that hard. I'm nobody. And I've been wondering whether I should even do this, say what I think. In fact, in some ways, I think I'm doing this because I thought twice, because of the threats of cancellation. My automatic reaction to someone placing themselves in authority over me is to say, I will not be forced into submission by anyone ever again. In this context, I will not be silenced on such an important subject. Now, I just want to clarify, there's a difference between being cancelled for your thoughts, feelings and ideas and being identified as a criminal. People always bring up Harvey Weinstein in this. Cancel culture worked. No, he was a violent criminal who used his power to abuse women. And finally, after decades, some really brave women stood up, 
came forward and spoke publicly. Through their enormous courage and investigative journalism doing what it's supposed to, a criminal investigation took place leading to criminal prosecution and effective support for other victims to come forward. And he went to prison. That's how it's supposed to work. Don't negate their personal courage by saying it was cancel culture that led it because it wasn't. Cancel culture is a public lynching where a mob get together, decide on a new moral law that only exists in their heads and then tell the world how evil you are for breaking it. I heard someone say cancel culture doesn't exist. It's accountability culture. Which, you know, apart from being a touch sanctimonious, is basically saying we the group are in the right. We're going to hold you accountable for your thoughts, feelings and ideas where they don't align perfectly with our own. And the punishment is your own fault for not seeing the world the way we do. You see, I'm doing this because I feel I have something important to add. I see something slightly different to those currently speaking up against it. They bring up victim culture and oppressor versus oppressed dynamics and wokeism. I think cancel culture is far darker because it's using classic coercive control techniques, which anyone who's ever escaped an abusive relationship will recognize. Cancel culture isn't ideological, it's behavioral. They'll be aggressive to drive fear, harass employers to try to make you lose your job, try to cut you off from your support system by reminding the world of guilt by association to isolate you while they publicly flee you for what you say. All behaviours enforcing compliance to the controller. If you don't believe as we, the controllers, wish, then that means you're misbehaving and you'll be punished. And that punishment is your own fault because you knew if you said that thing we didn't want you to say, the punishment would happen. Your non-compliance with their opinion is misbehaviour in the eyes of the controllers. The group create their own boundaries of behaviour, their own rules, and then enforce them. Difference of opinion is not tolerated, and that punishment is not necessarily physical because, as it is now well understood, emotional abuse can be just as damaging. It's horribly manipulative, fast in coming. It'll hit you before you know it's on its way, can turn to violence. And above all, when your support system has been removed, really, really frightening. Do you remember that terrifying Julia Roberts film, Sleeping with the Enemy, in which her husband controlled what she wore, what she said, where she went, how the house was run? The tea towels is the thing that always comes to my mind. He required the tea towels to be perfectly folded and absolutely level on the rail and cans to be perfectly lined up in the kitchen cabinets and she could expect severe punishment if they were not. The punishment would be her own fault for non-compliance. In fact, he was helping her to learn to do things properly his way, the only right way, keeping her too afraid to do anything but comply. These cancel culture mobs use the same methods, using fear to control, ganging up on people, large-scale attacks online, hurling aggressive abuse. They dox and find people in real life and destroy their property, cars, houses covered in abusive graffiti. 
they scream in the faces of the small number of people who speak out against them, working huge campaigns to change the perspective of the public, creating evil personas for them, get them fired from jobs, cut off from friendships, destroying decades-long careers and even getting them debanked because that person doesn't agree with their views. That's their version of the abuser's good, solid beating for non-compliance. Many are left walking on eggshells, terrified of adding their voice in case it happens to them, just like an abused spouse. To try and avoid those punishments and extreme accusations of ists and isms and icks, but the only way to do that is to agree, to submit, and to give up your freedoms to your own beliefs, to not have your say on issues, to be quiet and do as you're told. And it has a massive and long lasting impact. Even now, after many years, I still have the eggshells at the back of my mind that I'm going to get in trouble for just being me. And societally, you can see people just shutting up. Even comedians who would normally satirize this stuff are quiet unless they have a massive power base like Ricky Gervais or um, Dave Chappelle. Now there's a positive. It is possible to get past that and free yourself from a coercive control relationship. Many have done it. You start to realize that the punishment is coming at you, however well behaved you are. In this societal context, you're either punished for what you say and your punishment will continue ad nauseum, even if you apologize because your beliefs and your refusal to comply threaten their aims, or you're punished by being silenced and you come to realize your only choice is to identify which punishment you can live with. As a general rule, in my opinion, the best option when dealing with, with coercive control is to take the short-term uh, pain and break free. With support, there are people around you you don't realize who will stand with you. Because honestly, if you don't, it only spirals and gets worse. It's no surprise to me that JK Rowling is one of the people who stood up to this. She lived through far worse in her personal life. But once you've escaped it, you don't let it take you down again. You don't let the bullying abuser win again, especially if, like her, you earn a little power. Society is finding itself trapped, while those who can't see the abuse for what it is act as though the rest standing against it are crazy for not recognising the controller's compassion and care for society's well-being. It's just rather selfish not being happy and silent in your chains. And the narcissists holding them, smiling, radiant in the knowledge of their own perfection, say they just don't understand. We're doing this because we care to help society learn, to help them be better like us. Look at the laws the Irish government are trying to put in place right now, laws which curtail freedom of speech for the compassionate and caring reason of protecting others from your meany words or satirical and funny memes. So they say. Of course, the truth is they want to control what you can and cannot say. They're that guy, the husband in Sleeping with the Enemy, helping you learn by metaphorically forcing you to straighten the tea towels whilst deciding on your punishment for when you inevitably fail to meet their requirements of silence. People often ask why an abused spouse stays. Why do they put up with living under 
such control? They don't have to these days. It's a good question. So next time you're too afraid to speak out or some debate or other can't take place because you're not on the right side, which makes you an ist, an ism or an ick, make your decision. Do you stay? Do you submit to the control? Which punishment can you live with?